Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. To talk about the latest from the Browns and Mobile, our next guest just wrote a piece with his exclusive with Andrew Barry down in Mobile for The Athletic. Zach Jackson joins us now in the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Zach, uh, over under three and a half mock drafts from you so far? Uh, zero, but um, 14 short months until you get your wish and the Browns are back in the first round. It'll be. Although they'll probably trade that one too. Yeah, yeah they'll <laughs> go from uh, 25 to 39, but I will have had the three-month lead up to it. Uh, do you think there's any chance they trade up into the first round or find a way to acquire a first-round pick this this offseason? No, that that seems like a wild scenario where that would be possible. So, um, you know, although you know we've seen wild, right, and and we know the Barry led aggression um, will come up, I, I just don't see a, a scenario that's even semi-feasible to where they get there. So that doesn't necessarily mean they'll trade down again. Although I'd probably bet on that, if anything, um, you know, I, I could see him trading up six spots or four, but to get in the first round, I I just don't know, given their cap constraints and lack of pick ammo, that um, that that would happen. Zach, obviously the big news in the last twenty four hours: Bill Callahan leaving the Browns, going to go uh, coach with his uh, son. In Tennessee, this thing kind of went from when Brian Callahan got that job to yeah, Bill's going to leave. Then it seemed to trend the other way. No, Bill's going to stay. And then obviously now he's gone. So do we know if the Browns expected Callahan to leave the whole time, or is this just something that uh, happened to pop up in the last couple of days that ultimately Bill decided, yeah, I want to go coach with my son? Well, Daryl, you and Bill are similar in that you neither ever take a day off. So um, No, days no off. I, I, I think there was some uh, question as to – some question as to um, – what the end result would be and some question as to when, but um, I don't think there was ever a doubt that, that this was much doubt that this was going to be the result. If Bill Callahan wanted to do this, the Browns were always going to let him and that's absolutely the right thing. So um, I, it's a significant loss and he had a significant impact in, in multiple ways in the building and the offense, not just in developing um, the offensive line, but you know, change is part of the league um, continuity does not mean keeping everybody. The Browns have benefited from continuity. They benefited from Bill Callahan's coaching. And, you know, if Scott Peters is next, he'll be fine. Um, there's change of brew anyway, right, on the offensive staff, right. and we'll see uh, how that goes. So, yeah, it's a significant loss, but it's not like, oh, my gosh, now the Browns are in fourth place because they don't have Bill Callahan. So we'll see. Um, there, are, I think they're finally at the point, right, where, you know, we're more interested to see what happens September to October, and then obviously 
from there more than getting worked up um, about anything here in the offseason and really determining. I mean, this is a roster that's good. We'll see if it's good enough. This is a staff that's been good. You know, we'll see if it can get to the next level. So I've just kind of chosen to take the policy of, um, you know, obviously judging and evaluating and anxious to see what they do um, specifically next month, but not saying that anything that happens here is like huge impact one way or the other until we see some actual results, which is a long, long time from now. Is there a leader in the clubhouse or is there a, 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 a list of names that could replace Callahan? Uh, I would say that the strong leader in the clubhouse would be Scott Peters, who's been the assistant all, all four years. So uh, everyone knows they did the Andy Dickerson interview, and he has the experience, the pedigree, if, if they wanted to go that way. Um, there's still and, – and, and I think Callahan still being on the staff until yesterday had a lot to do with this. There was still multiple moving parts in terms of how this can go, and that's why they've been careful to only acknowledge – the the certain hires and not acknowledge anything in terms of finalizing um, exact titles or how it's going to go. So to me, I think it will be Scott Peters, but I don't know. And I, like I said, this is not something that just came up Wednesday and he left yesterday. So um, I think we'll, we'll start to know more in the next week or so. Zach Jackson of the athletic joins us up. Zach, why won't the Browns tell us who's calling plays? I saw you at, you asked Andrew Barry, uh, in your piece on The Athletic, I asked Andrew Barry uh, at the Sports Awards two weeks ago, um, wh- why is this so hard? <laughs> well, I mean, that, <laughs> that's a certain layer to it. Um, I could explain why it's so hard, or maybe I can't explain why it's so hard. Uh, but I do understand why he's not specifically saying it, and that's because it should be the head coach's thing to say. And as you say all the time, like, well, we can't ask him, we have to ask you, right? I get it. Um, you know, the fact that they won't say it and it hasn't been said tells me that Ken Dorsey is going to call a place. You know, whether that's true or how that will be explained and when that might be explained, if I'm right, and I'm just saying if for now, um, we will see. But I believe the changes were made um, to kind of eventually become a wholesale change and, and Kevin giving up the play calling would be a big change. So maybe I'll be wrong next week when we talk with Dorsey and, and some things are addressed and finalized, as I mentioned before, but um, I, I have a partial guess on, on why they won't say it. And it leads me to thinking that Ken Dorsey is going to be the one calling the place. Zach, Andrew Barry talked with you also about the wide receiver room. Uh, he expressed confidence in the wide receiver room, maybe push back on the idea about how great of a need. Maybe, maybe it's not the number one uh, need this offseason for the Browns. And I'm, I'm curious whether you thought that was the, the generic offseason smoke or whether you think the Browns are truly comfortable where their wide receiver room is. He's a whole heck of a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> and he lives and breathes this stuff 24-7, and I only do it like 12-6, right? That being said, Nick, wide receiver is the number one area that the Browns need to upgrade. So uh, now he he would also know uh, a lot more about what the next moves might be and how they evaluate certain things that maybe those of us on the outside don't. So um, can I make a case that, you know, the big move, if there is one, would come on the defensive line or an offensive tackle? Yes. But just looking at what we know about this roster and what we know about this roster taking the next step, which is the quarterback taking the next step and being more consistently available, then they need to hit. And they did not hit on the receiver room last year. 
Um, the book is not closed on Cedric Tillman, certainly as a rookie, and it's not closed on Elijah Moore, who's under contract. But that did not work last year. The Goodwin thing, for multiple reasons, didn't work. Um, the quarterback being in and out of the lineup didn't work. And then all of a sudden there was a guy who came in and looked like he got a master's degree in the offense in three weeks, and it started to work. So um, his case is that not a lot of teams have two anchors, two pro bowlers, and Cooper and Joku, and he's right. But when you talk about the receiving core and you talk about – how they want the pieces to fit, and how this offense becomes consistently more explosive and not just the occasional deep ball or Najoku turning a five-yarder into a 50-yarder, then they need a whole lot more pop and a whole lot more muscle, I think, too, at the wide receiver position than they have right now. So that, to me, is absolutely the number one goal for March and April. But really, March, everything's March for this team, right? They need, they need to hit some picks. They need to get some guys, and they did a good job last year. Dewan Jones might be really, really good. Cam Mitchell's certainly at least interesting and, and maybe a keeper. Um, but that receiver group does not really scare anybody. And they need to have a scary receiver group to help the quarterback get to the next level. Zach, quite a few things stood out in, in your uh, interview with uh, Barry to me. But the, the one that really caught my attention is when he said that it's not a necessity to, to do another restructure with Deshaun you know, turning his salary into signing uh, signing bonus so that they can free up additional cap space. My question to you is, should the Browns do that, you know, throw some more voidable years on the back end of that, or uh, do you think they really are, they're just going to stay put and uh, free up their cap space for free agency in other areas? No, I mean, I know what he's saying when he says it's not a necessity, Daryl, but I read it and, and have for a long time as almost a certainty. Because you, you roll Same. that money over, right? So um, when he says not a necessity, he means that they trust in the long-term plan, which they do. Right. The Watson contract was signed, you know, 23 months ago, and that they've known this, and that they what they did last year with Njoku's money and Garrett and Teller was all about this. Um, and, you know, there are, are huge-name players on this roster who don't have guaranteed money, yeah. namely Amari Cooper and Nick Chubb. Right now, they don't want to lose those guys, and they would pay penalties if they did lose them and all that. But it's not guaranteed. So in that regard, you know they could go forward. But I will be surprised or maybe even stunned if they don't. And when they do that and settle some other things, then they'll be at a really comfortable number to where they can have multiple plans, make a move or two, and then maintain that flexibility. Because you know last year they had the most cap room, at least. In, from the general outlook, right, and, yeah. and on, on paper. Now, we all knew that was for rollover, but it did give them flexibility if and when they had to make other moves. And you're looking at a team that wants to play in January, it's going to be both if and when, right? It's going to be when. So um, I expect a similar plan there. And, look, you're already disinvested in Deshaun. Um, take it further down the road. I, I don't know why you wouldn't, especially because much of their cap strategy has been built around the cap going up every year. And them, you know, having the permission to spend what they need cash-wise um, to keep the players they want to keep. How do they save some of Nick Chubb's salary cap hit while at the same time keeping him here? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Part of me wants to say it's going to be easier than we think because it's Nick Chubb and because they want that. But there will be a negotiation. So I think the Browns hold most of the leverage given the injury situation, and obviously outsiders are not going to know details on that, right? So. Um, I think in the Watson restructure, the Nick Chubb restructure, and what I expect to restructure on Jack Conklin, 
I think they present enough money, Daryl, to give them the multiple plans to say, hey, is it receiver, is it pass rusher, or is it somewhere else that we can go and spend and then let the rest of the plan um, kind of unfold from there. Zach Jackson of The Athletic on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I look over at the Chargers, and yeah, they might have to move on from one of their big-ticket guys like a Joey Bosa or a Derwin James or some of the other big names they have there just to because they don't have ownership that does what the Browns do. So I salivate about a big-ticket purchase this offseason. Given that they don't have as many – I mean, it felt like last year they had to replace half their, their team in the offseason. It doesn't seem like that's going to be the case this offseason. Do you think this situation's conducive to maybe a one big ticket purchase and then several smaller moves, or is it all going to kind of be on a, on a smaller level? No, I, I think that you're on to something there, Nick. Now, that doesn't mean that they'll get their plan A, right, or um, some combination of, of plan A and plan B, but I, I think that's a reasonable way to look at it. And, and, you know, finally we have an administration here that's in year five. So you can look at what they've done in their tendencies and match them one for so long. You never had anybody make it to year three. So you couldn't do that. Right. So, um, a big part of the Browns being good last year was they finally had a double hit on day one of free agency. Dalvin Tomlinson was a necessity and he was incredible. And Okoronkwo was really good. And, you know, that was not one that anybody saw coming. That was a bit of a stretch. He'd been kind of a part-time player, he fit the role for them. He fit the leadership void for them. He was a super productive player. He was their second best pass rusher, I think, all year long. So um, I do think that's the model, and that's what they'll try to do. It's not easy. Uh, it's not certain because the cap goes up for everybody, right? And there are some teams that are going to spend. Um, there's some teams that need to spend, and there's some teams that really are going to spend. The Bears are starting to get in their win-now mode. Washington has new ownership in really deep pockets. Those teams have a ton of cap room. So you can't say anything as a certainty. <clears throat> but I think, Nick, yeah, one, one and then a couple of others. And then trying to replicate what they did last year where Zedarius trade, I think, was what, like a Friday night in mid-May? You know, Shelby Harris was mid-August. Really good player. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously Flacco later. But they're in that mode to where they found good players later. And they know, like, they can pitch to the later free agents of various levels and for various reasons. Hey, we got a good thing going here. We can make it fit. Here's what we do. They can go through the spring and let their young guys play and evaluate them and then make some decisions. So we'll see how that goes. But I expect, you know, finally uh, to, uh, to follow a similar model and us being able to do that and get some decent guesses at how, how it's going to go as it gets a little bit closer. Zach, I saw you tweet about the, uh, the untimely passing of the great Carl Weathers. So I'll ask you, what is your favorite Carl Weathers performance? Well, um, there, there are several, and I'm not a huge movie person, but I chose that tweet in particular because uh, Happy Gilmore is just a classic to people of a certain age, which happens to be mine, right? And um, a big Price is Right fan myself, too. So that, that's a classic for many reasons. And um, I, I thought the least I could do is push the... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. RT button on that. Long live Chubbs, indeed. Uh, Zach, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate you. Again, thank you for your time. Thanks, guys. Zach Jackson of The Athletic. It's funny how there have been two things that there have been initial feelings on with the Browns that have completely changed in about two weeks' time. One, we thought Bill Callahan was going to be here. So initially, we thought he was gone. And then everybody kind of bought into, well, it's been two weeks. We're probably safe only for the hammer to drop last night. And the other one was when Ken Dorsey was hired, I think a lot of Browns fans said, well, I don't like that hire, so I'm more comfortable with Kevin being the play caller. And now all you kind of hear is that it it sure seems like the Browns are really leaning heavily in favor of giving Ken Dorsey play calling duties. Yeah, and, you know, Andrew Barry also had uh, some interesting comments to Zach about Dorsey's background, mm-hmm. Cam Newton thing, right? Yeah. They went to the Super Bowl. Cam won an MVP when Dorsey was the quarterback's coach. Uh, Josh Allen, um, he he mentioned that Buffalo's offense with Dorsey as the coordinator, they, they were, uh, as Barry put it to Zach uh, in the athletic, that you know they, they were top five units um, each year, which is I- impressive. Um, but also... He did drop in there without revealing who's calling plays. He did mention Dorsey calling plays for the Bills before mm-hmm. he he was let go. So I to Zach's gut feeling, I share his gut feeling that yeah, there there potentially here could be a bit of what I would consider a seismic shift in philosophy because Kevin has been you know, very steadfast since mm-hmm. coming here every time, even when it comes to the preseason. I mean, well, last year or th- this past season uh, in Cincinnati, we asked him, hey, uh, you know, since you're pretty much treating this like, a, you know, the final preseason game and typically you, you, you let your assistant coaches mess around and call some plays or whatever, you're going to do that? Yeah, no, that's only a preseason thing. Yeah, like he has always been steadfast. I'm handling play calling duties and that's the way it is because that's what I'm good at, whatever. But the, the, I just I, I noticed that line without giving it away, 
Andrew sliding in there, telling Zach that, yeah, you know, he did an impressive job calling plays for the Bills for two years. That sticks out a little bit too. That that I see to me, that's the quintessential answering the question without directly answering the question definitively. So the what I think is really interesting, there the the Browns and Buckeyes and and Ryan Day and Kevin Schavansky have, have had some parallels about play calling. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say beards. Um, yes, they also have beards. That's also fair. But they, you know, last year because of the 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 second loss to Michigan and losing to Georgia, yeah, there were a lot of questions about are you going to give up play calling duties? And Ryan Day said the exact same thing that Kevin has said the last couple of years. If I think it's in the best interest of the team which is a coded message for I don't think it's in the best interest of the team and I'm not going to do it. And so that so this year he hires Bill O'Brien and now Bill O'Brien's going to be the 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 play caller and the offensive coordinator. Yeah. What has Kevin said the last 2 years? Ah, if I think it's in the best interest of the team, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, let somebody else call the plays and now you're hiring somebody from outside of your your tree, and the it looks like the likelihood is that he's going to call plays. And at some point, Kevin's going to have to reveal it. Like when yeah. we when we talk to Ken next week, right? Uh, I the question will be asked, and I expect Ken to say something to the effect of, "Well, that that's Kevin Stefanski's decision. I am I am here to you know." Perform yeah. my role in whatever capacity Kevin would like me to. You know, I'm, I'm like, just happy to be I, here. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm just I've happy. always wanted to coach in Cleveland. I, I enjoyed having the last 10 weeks of the season off. I'm glad <laughs> to be back working for a team again. So I will say, I don't think I've ever been more confused about the messaging of, of a coordinator hire. And I, this is not, I don't mean this against the Browns. What I mean is what we heard out of Buffalo kind of contradicts what we heard from Andrew Barry. What we heard from Buffalo is, yes, Ken Dorsey does love the the shotgun, and that's kind of a preference of Josh Allen. Josh Allen likes to to, to play out of the gun. And same thing for Deshaun. But that not only does, does Ken pass a hell of a lot more than he runs, he also likes two tight end sets. He also likes things like jumbo um, jumbo sets and the extra offensive line. Uh, does this sound familiar? And, well, yeah. And then you go to what Andrew Barry highlighted, and it's like, well, he's got tons of uh, experience in the spread, which, yes, he hypothetically does. And not hypothetically, he does technically with Cam and kind of the spread concepts they use there. But, like, I don't think it would be – yes, there were some spread concepts in Buffalo – that offense under Ken Dorsey yeah. looked a lot more when he was calling plays. Looked a lot more like what Ken his, or what Kevin has done here than maybe what Bill O'Brien did in Houston to maximize Deshaun Watson once upon a time. And I think that's just and that's not that's not a that doesn't mean anything when when a guy has experience in multiple systems. That's good because I think that might be part of what holds Kevin back at points. Right. He's really comfortable in that Kubiak West Coast offense kind of system. And I think I think he tried to add different wrinkles to it, but it was still on schedule throws. It was still jumbo sets. It was still two, three tight ends. It was still bunch of It sets was the because, Joe yes. Flacco offense yes. that just absolutely set the world afire. A hundred percent. And that's and, and it's not a criticism. No. But it's just a point that that the Browns are selling spread experience right. out of the shotgun, some of some of which is true. And then you, you talk to people from Buffalo, and it's like two, that's why they drafted Dalton Kincaid because they wanted to run more two tight end sets. Right. 
So was that, and so that, then it begs the question, was that on Ken Dorsey? Is that what Ken wanted to do? Was that what McDermott wanted to do? Um, I will say Ken likes to pass. So uh, there's a lot of people in town and, and a lot of national people who say, Nick Chubb's your best player. You got to build this thing around Nick Chubb. You're not throwing yeah, 60% of the time, 65% of the time if if you're building around a running game. Yeah, but here's the thing. Nick Chubb may not be the best player anymore. That's also fair. And that and, I, and I'm not criticizing Nick Chubb. The reality is, though, the knee now has been rebuilt twice. And so I think it's unfair to expect that Nick Chubb is going to be the Nick Chubb that we've come to know and love mm-hmm. uh, since he was drafted in the second round. My, my thing with the Browns offense is, and this is something that I admit I will continue to fall back on and look at, as far as like my vision, um, I basically want to see the what I want to see the Joe Flacco offense for for 17 games. Like that's the type of offense I want to watch mm-hmm. going forward. You're not talking and about with, scheme, you're talking about the explosiveness. Right. right? Just yeah. the, the the play action rolling out where obviously Joe's not tucking in and running, you know, ten times a game. No. But guess what? If you play action with Deshaun and roll him out, guess what? He has the ability to tuck it and run. And in fact, he enjoys doing that. But so. the only thing about that is not to get too in the weeds here. If it's under center shot, uh, if it's under center uh, play action, right? That's not his comfort zone. I I understand so that, that. I mean, if you're going to do have the, the gun, that's different. But like, I think that is a complication. That and I agree. I think the the play action game when it works is beautiful. But I think one of I think I think on schedule throws, play action. I don't know about the scripting thing, but I think those have been the things Kevin has clung to. Right. That I don't know you've helped Deshaun. Yeah, I just by wanted, clinging to. I just look at the way that offense operated and how they effortlessly walked down. The, I mean, Kevin Stefanski is the king of deferring. Mm-hmm. Not with Joe Flacco. Uh, we want the football. Mm-hmm. I want Joe on the field first because I'm going to be up seven nothing, right? That's that explosiveness as we saw in the offense, like the 20 yard passes down the field, twice as many from Flacco than we have seen from Deshaun, right? Like that is what I envision the Browns' offense looking like and producing with Deshaun. Like that is just that's what I want to see, and and I don't care what it takes to get there. But that's what I want to see next season. So I, th- I can give you the explosiveness, but I might have to drop the play action. I can give you the explosiveness, but I might have to. We might have to tweak some of the other stuff. And I think that's I think that's the philosophical debate that has held the Browns back for two years. And I don't think there can be any more debate. I think whatever it is, if Deshaun wants to run out of the gun, five wideouts, four wideouts. Then that's what you have to whatever he's comfortable. And if he if he doesn't want the scripts to start the game, then then let's not have scripts to start the game. It's it's all about making this guy as comfortable as possible, so he is as successful as possible. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.